Welcome to Out and About, a forum about transgender issues in the news. Thanks for joining me. I'm Melissa Lukes. Let's start today's show with a story about the Supreme Court declining to take an LGBT rights case. Kendra Kirby filed a lawsuit against North Carolina State University that accuses its College of Veterinary Medicine of illegal expelling her from a Ph.D. program because of her perceived gender nonconformity, sex, sexual orientation, gender, gender identity, and political affiliation or belief, quote-unquote. The U.S. Supreme Court recently announced it has declined to consider the case that she believed had the potential to greatly expand non-discrimination protections for LGBT people. The High Court included the case of Kirby versus North Carolina State among a list of hundreds of cases in which it denied a petition calling on the court to take the case and issue a ruling on its merits. Kirby, who was not an attorney, earlier this year wrote and filed her own petition for her case. The case is part of a lawsuit that she filed against North Carolina State back in 2014 that accuses its College of Veterinary Medicine of illegal expelling her from a Ph.D. program way back in 1984. Uh, that would be 1994, I should say. The petition, among other things, alleges that two professors in charge of the program deliberately gave her failing grades in several courses after they learned she attended a national LGBT rights march in Washington in October of 1993. It says the improper grades led to her dismissal from the program based on failing grades. That's what the university said. Court records show that the statute of limitations for filing a lawsuit for the alleged discrimination way back in 1994 was extended to 2014 after the university sent Kirby a bill in 2013 for a tuition it claimed she owed the school from her enrollment in the Ph.D. program 20 years earlier. Her petition for Supreme Court consideration was part of an appeal of a decision by the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Fourth Circuit which upheld a decision by the U.S. District Court for the Eastern District of North Carolina dismissing her lawsuit. The District Court dismissed the case on grounds that the court, quote, lacks subject matter jurisdiction over the case, unquote. The court, among other things, cited an 11th Amendment provision, it's in the U.S. Constitution, that gives states and state institution immunity from being sued by private individuals. The district court also denied Kirby's claims that she had been protected under Title IX of the federal civil rights law banning discrimination by educational institutions on the grounds that sexual orientation was not covered under that statute. Kirby argued in her Supreme Court filing that the lower court's decisions were based on an overly narrow interpretation of Title IX in direct conflict with a more recent decision by another federal court. She also argued that the lower court's decisions were in conflict with the Supreme Court's decision legalizing same-sex marriage. If the court had accepted Kirby's case and eventually handed down a decision in her favor, it would have put, a, put in place something LGBT rights attorneys have been seeking through other cases during the last several years. That's a definitive ruling that excluding, excuse me, existing civil rights laws bans on discrimination and sexual orientation and gender identity are illegal. Such a decision would have effectively banned discrimination against LGBT people in all 50 states and made it unnecessary for Congress to pass an LGBT civil rights bill, which Congress, by the way, has declined to do for more than 30 years. 
Attorneys familiar with Kirby's case said a decision by the Supreme Court not to take the case would not harm other cases pending in lower courts seeking to expand non-discrimination protection for LGBT people. Our next two items are about the so-called bathroom issue, but they're not about North Carolina. A federal judge in Ohio has vigorously upheld the White House's guidelines on public facilities for transgender people, striking down a challenge from the school district in Morrow County, Ohio, telling the schools to treat a female transgender student, quote, like the girl she is, unquote. Highland Local School District in Morrow County had sought to block a federal directive from Barack Obama that asked public schools to allow students to use the facilities, such as bathrooms and locker rooms, that correspond to their gender identities, even if that does, does not match the sex on their birth certificates. The schools had argued that they did provide facilities for the student in question in the school's office, separate from the bathrooms used by other students. The judge seemed to agree with the 11-year-old student's parents that using a separate bathroom took an unfair toll on her mental health, and the judge said there was no evidence that the student in question would pose a threat to privacy or safety of other students. The judge wrote, School districts that have encountered these very issues have been able to integrate transgender students fully into the academic and social community without disruption, and certainly without the doomsday scenarios Highland predicts, such as sexual predators entering an elementary school restroom. A federal district court in Texas had issued an injunction against enforcement of the federal government's regulations in a lawsuit filed by a dozen states. But the judge made it clear that the injunction did not apply in Ohio because Ohio wasn't one of the states involved in the initial lawsuit that the injunction was ruled on, and also because Highland schools had brought their case to court before that Texas ruling. The judge said, aside from providing her access to the girl's restroom, the school district should treat her as a girl in all ways, including only using her preferred female name and referring to her using female pronouns. If the school district continues to not follow the federal directive, it stands to lose $1 million a year in federal funding. In October, a federal court in Illinois joined many others in ruling that the federal Title IX sex discrimination law does protect transgender students and said that respecting transgender students when it comes to restrooms doesn't infringe on students' rights. The court rejected a request by an anonymous group of students and parents that immediately halt a Chicago-area school district's policy of permitting students to use locker rooms and restrooms that match their gender identity. The Illinois case is significant. In addition to agreeing that Title IX protects transgender students, it is one of the few court cases that it directly involves claims for equality for transgender people, and it says that the violation of that violates someone else's rights. According to the court, the plaintiff's allegations that the possibility of running into a transgender student in the restroom or locker room causing them distress were too vague and they, nobody demonstrated why and how their rights to education are harmed or compromised because someone else needs to go to a bathroom that matches their gender identity. The court emphasized that while individuals filing the lawsuit may see transgender students as being members of the gender they were assigned at birth, these students already live their lives as with a gender that they identify with. 
The court cited a federal appeals court ruling from 2001, which also said a school employee did not have a right to share a restroom with a transgender co-worker. Well, that's all we have time for today. We had some uh, interesting court cases there. Slow progress, but for sure it is progress. I'll be back soon with more news about transgender issues. If you'd like to contact me or have news items you'd like for me to discuss here on Out and About, feel free to, e- feel free to email me. My email address is wnhhmelissa at yahoo.com. Again, that email address is wnhhmelissa at yahoo.com. This is Melissa Lukes. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk with you again soon.